0: Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm
1: Nellie Shudo. And
0: here we are at Red Stick Street Food right Our across the street from place. SMU. Our favorite place. Like, I live here. So, Nellie is a regular here. She literally is like Norm at Cheers. <laughs> I am. Um,
1: surely, I'm here like Mondays and Wednesdays, every day getting takeout. They have her drink ready when she arrives. <laughs> it's true. Thank you, Presley.
0: (laughs) So we're so excited to have you guys. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. We really appreciate that. Nellie and I have not seen each other in almost three weeks. It's true. So we have a lot to catch up on. We do. We do. So we left off. You and I had a drink at the beginning of spring break. My Mm -hmm. family had already left me back here in Dallas, and you were about to go out of town. You were cleaning up. You were cleaning, <laughs> organizing. Closets. I was in
1: Florida having fun. Yes, yeah, you were like, having a really you good were like, time. I'm cleaning up. I'm getting rid of stuff. I know. I'm no, like, okay.
0: it's, it's really what I did, <laughs> and it was good. I was very productive. Yes. So you usually work the Oscars, which
1: was just this past weekend,
0: but yeah. you
1: were not there this time, huh? No, it was a little weird this week. So we're doing an, a post Oscar event. So um, that's how they wanted to do it. Like it's you know a different time. You well, I, I mean? feel
0: like you picked the wrong year not to go.
1: It was pretty juicy oh it was juicy it was juicy with a punch yeah come on can you believe that no i cannot did you think it no, was I real i thought it was real and i thought it was inappropriate and i'm sorry i'm like so wrong so wrong i'm yeah. sorry you don't punch somebody in the face come no, on, you really i mean don't. i love my husband i'm not gonna punch somebody
0: <laughs> right yes sometimes <laughs> we feel like punching sean our producer also yeah. my husband but i won't punch you he's he's kind of bossy as you guys noticed so, speaking of assault and battery, we have a guest tonight yes. that we would like to talk with, mm-hmm. and he is an award-winning, Peabody Award-winning investigative reporter, Yes, as well as has won three coveted Alfred DuPont Awards, and it, for you guys that may not know, those are the equivalent of an Oscar-er, Oscar and a Pulitzer in the ju- journalism world, so Yes, he's, he's kind of a badass. We've got
1: a badass journalist in the house. And that Woo-hoo. is Robert Riggs.
0: Robert. Robert!
2: Hello. Thanks for having me back.
1: So we of course. haven't
0: seen you in quite some time, and I understand that you've been up to quite a lot the past year.
2: Oh, I've been busy. busy. Tell us
0: what's going on. <laughs> but he can't tell us a whole lot because he's actually about to be a guest on the show.
2: Well, uh, Out of True Crime Reporter podcast, our first season was about serial killer Kenneth McDuff. And we spun that off into a television show, which premiered two weeks ago on Fox Nation called Freed to Kill. It's a five-part series, and uh, it's really come out of the gate strong.
0: That That is so wonderful. You're the second person that is here tonight that their book or their podcast is becoming a TV
1: show. Well, and people love that. Stuff. Like, trust me. Like, I drive to the Hamptons every summer, so I drive, like, it's, it takes me, like, you know, four days to drive up there, and I listen to nothing but mysteries.
2: Oh, sure. Murder, oh, whatever.
1: Yeah. Like, I love to hear yeah. it, you so know? What
2: is that? Our audience is 80% women. What, what do you love about this gore? I'm
1: going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. There's a conclusion. There's an ending.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know the ending, and I like that. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you know... You solve it. You solve a mystery.
2: So I've seen some research where women, particularly when they're listening about the serial killers and all, they're thinking, could I have escaped that? Could I have gotten out of that? You know, they go through that
0: in their minds.
1: Yeah. So you're making it sexy, but that's not what it is.
0: (laughs) Well, Robert, you're one of the best storytellers I know. Tell us what the story is of the TV show.
2: Well, the TV show is an expanded version of The Kenneth McDuff story, the worst serial killer perhaps in the U.S. that you've never heard of, Uh, the only man in the history of Texas to get three death penalties, Uh, the only man, one of the few that escaped the death penalty, his first one, after a serial killing, an awful killing in Fort Worth of three innocent teenagers that he randomly abducted. And he got back out, and he started again. And so it's a a combination of my reporting 30 years ago when I exposed the corruption that allowed him to walk out of prison on parole, and he shouldn't have, and the manhunt that turned into a nationwide manhunt for him. So I've brought everybody together. I've brought all of the detectives, the investigators, the marshals together, and the victims' families to really fully tell the story and stuff you didn't know about. I mean, one of the victim's daughters, she was three years old at the time, and she contacted me online and said, you know, now I finally know. All these years, she's an adult with children now. She said that uh, now I really know what happened to my mother.
1: Yeah, yeah, it which really... is very important. Like yes. the oh, understanding yeah. what happened yeah. and like having a like an ending is very yeah. important to people. One
2: of the things we were hearing from our listeners uh, and viewers is that when you watch all of these male and female law enforcement agents, I mean, there's a there's a retired Hispanic female detective in Austin, and boy, she brought some big breaks in the case and. The boys' club ignored her at first, and she just went out and did it. Um, you find they're all hard. I mean, because of what they do, there's a hardness to them. But what we were able to show in, a, in the show is that this sensitivity, a deep sensitivity, such sensitivity that the, the sister of one of the victims in Austin asked that they all be the pallbearers for her, for her sister. Then they had found her body years later. Wow.
0: wow. Well, this story really struck home for me because I am from Fort Worth, and I remember these crimes happening, and it was quite disturbing as a young teenager to hear, hear these things, and I think you've done such a great job of retelling these stories.
2: Well, we, it was a small world. I, I was doing more research for the television show and found out that CBS anchor Bob Schieffer was the lead reporter on that story called The Broomstick Murders in 1966. He was the police beat reporter for the Fort Worth Star Telegram. And I call Bob because we're old, we're old friends, I was later at CBS, but Bob actually helped me start in television. A lot of people don't know that. And and I call him about this, he goes, that guy's out of prison? I said, yeah, Bob, I did this 30 years ago down here, I, you know, I'm not watching it anymore. So he did an interview, it is a powerful interview in the television show.
1: Well, by the way, you have the best voice, I just wanna say, oh, okay, like you. you have the best voice. And so how can people watch this?
2: Uh, go to Fox Nation, Free to Kill. Uh, they can also go to my website, True Crime Reporter. There are pages in there about it with links. I would suggest you go in there and you watch the promo uh, for it. And you'll, if you see the promo, you're going to want to watch it.
0: Yeah. We'll watch for him to be on the show in the next few weeks. We can't wait to talk to you more in depth. Thank you for being on.
2: Well, thank you, and I'll walk your viewers through about what it's like to spend 10 months shooting a TV show.
0: Yes, yeah. we want to hear everything. Thank
2: you.
3: All.
0: Thank you, guys. We are going to chat with Chef Uno now, whose restaurant we are all enjoying right now. <laughs> Woo! My favorite
1: place in the world. My happy place. <laughs> Nellie's Disney World. She has <laughs> her own booster seat.
0: You've got your own booster seat. <laughs> I had to do
1: it. I had to do it. <laughs> I get it. It's like, I have a short torso. I have to I have to sit on, like, an Apple box all the time.
0: Well, thank you for having us tonight. Yeah. This is yeah, so much fun. It. It's been so fun following you on Instagram. She's always making interesting
1: cocktails thank and you. food and just having the time of her life.
4: Yes, yes, you I am. You
1: made my COVID time. Thank like, you. My COVID time was like, I felt like a prisoner. And I was like, oh, my God, I can go to your place and hang out and get cocktails to go yes. and food to go and feel special and like literally you made my covid
4: you made our covid actually you know what I mean like <laughs> you're like the poster child for red sticks but on top of everything else it is like the neighborhood and the community that's yes. there I did facebook lives as well to do cooking shows we call it quarantine cooking show Yes. every day from like 7 to 8 o'clock and you could see how empty the restaurant was we got picked up by Dallas Morning News as a, as a result of it but I really want to make light of the fact that we're at home we can still cook here are some of the basic things you can do yeah. and so um, yeah I was just trying to make you know a martini out of vodka I guess
1: Well, then the, the, <laughs> the new restaurant opened next door and it's like I'm like hello good luck oh thank you thank you I listened good to your much. podcast
4: where you mentioned that so I appreciate it so much
1: yeah I'm like come on Come on. People need to know that this is the place to be. So tell us about your story of
0: how you became a chef, because it's quite interesting because you were
4: not always in the food industry. I did not take the conventional path of becoming a chef. I'm not a trained chef. It's kinda of like watching my mom cook. My mom always cooked to make ends meet when we were growing up. And so I kinda of saw the passion of cooking and feeding people through her. So I was in banking for sixteen years and then I was trying out for different T V shows. I know you've been in television so you know and so I was at my last show, I was like, I'm not gonna if I don't get this one, I'm never gonna try out for another show. And it was called The Taste with Anthony Bourdain and um I love- I love- he's amazing, I miss him too. I didn't realize what an impact he made on my life until, you know, you reflect back in the last 10 years and said, I would have never taken this path had it not been this person that jumped in. So I ended up on his team, and as cerebral as that was, it really changed the way that I thought about life, you know, like the things that are possible, right? Like, like I will never meet Anthony Bourdain. I will never do this. And it really shifted my mindset. And so from that point on, I met Phil Romano, did a restaurant in Trinity Groves called Chino Chinatown. And then branched out on my own, did a proof of concept for Red Sticks and Legacy Hall with the Front Burner folks, and then we ended up here. And now we've got another location in Farmers <laughs> Branch. Yeah. You know.
1: I said really a lot. Well. Sorry,
4: I was like, I need to take a breath. No,
1: that's a new place. It's like it's, it's it is. It's did. a whole
4: different crowd, right? It is. We've got a great and amazing patio out there. We were blessed with a lot of help from the city, the county, the landlord, and so I didn't have to, you know, really get investors for that. And like this one was like so much grit and love and tears that went into this location here. Just as much went into that one, but I didn't have to worry as much about the finances because yeah. everything fell into place the way it should. Yeah. So anyway, I've, I've been through a journey in the last uh, two years, the well, pandemic journey. Well, you've <laughs> journey. Been
1: through the journey and we have to say, we have to call out Presley, who's oh, your right-hand man. She
4: is. Come yes.
1: On. Presley is the best. Like, she is she amazing. She is my person. She- like she made her cocktail tonight. She like, made I the stickers.
4: She yeah. was like, this is what Nelly likes. Um, I took, I truly couldn't have done this without her. And yeah. she's been the foundation here since I can't be here trying to open another place. And so I'm thankful to have her. And she's here full time now. She, she thought she was leaving me. But yeah. now she's staying forever. No, no, no. no. <laughs> she's the,
1: the face of the place. She is. She is. is. Where, Everybody knows your name. (laughs) Just you and Ellie. You and Chris. So, if you
0: haven't had a chance, they literally made us our own cocktail. And it is available. Nellie has quite a few over here in the bucket and then up at the bar. And they're really yummy. They're vodka, cucumber, and what else? And rose it's like and a rose vacation day. in a can. They're, I'm just and saying. They're really good. And I don't know about you, but I've never been on a can before. <laughs>
1: I have never been on a can before. I've been canned before, but I've never been on a can. Oh, there's one. Yeah. Oh, oh my wow. God, there's Ron.
4: I know, he's a celebrity. Ron
1: Corning. <laughs> Woohoo! Is that Thank my Thank you, no, we love you. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. You don't need this. Do you want to send God. You don't need a, uh, like a Apple box?
3: Here's the thing I've never found a, a microphone, a cocktail, or a Highland Park housewife that I haven't liked, so here I am. <laughs> It's a perfect storm. And Cheers!
1: To, and by the way, you have fabulous hair. Let's just say you it. do Let's have call it out. Really, nice I'm growing it hair. out.
3: I'm growing it out. I figured if I have it, flaunt it. That's a <laughs> good. Yeah, you got take it a click, cue from the bubble. You from have, the bubble. The bubble says, you have get to flaunt it." a fabulous
0: hair. Ron Corning is our longest running guest. He's been yes, on he the is. Bubble Lounge the most times of any guest we've ever had.
3: No offense, that's pretty sad. <laughs> You all are desperate beyond measure.
1: I'm well, sorry we are. to tell you. And it's always fun talking to you. <laughs> Not sure. I
3: mean, the bottom of the barrel has arrived.
1: <laughs> and we're adoring it. We're happy. Where's
3: Louise? Louise. Louise. Sean is, like, directing the show here. I want to know how you all are tell at this you. point. What's that?
1: Tell us about you. So you have a show. Well... And now you're moving on. You're doing other stuff. Tell us about you.
3: You know, Robert and I actually were just talking about this because I think we share this in common, that we both are from kind of a traditional media broadcast background. And if your gift, if you feel like your gift is communicating and telling stories, you find various means in which to do that. And you all are a testament to that because this podcast, I think, speaks to that in a huge way. You have a following. You share a message. There was a time when what you're doing would not be possible, right? Unless a television station hired you to be a contributor or a newspaper hired you to be a columnist, right? Um, And so you have an opportunity to cut through the noise and do your own thing. So, you know, I guess we're all sort of swimming in that same pool to to some degree.
1: Agreed, agreed. By the way, you look like a sexy werewolf.
3: Uh, A what? A sexy werewolf. A sexy werewolf. (laughs) My gosh, I don't know if I've ever heard that. Let me drink to that, hold on.
0: You've never been called that before, huh?
3: (laughs) Martha, meantime, seriously, we are here in Snyder Plaza. All developments at Snyder Plaza come through Martha.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I was coming here
3: two weeks ago, and I'm like, I'm not going there because they're doing construction on the parking lot. Let
1: me check with Martha. No, really.
3: (laughs) Let me check with Martha. But I think it speaks to, like, this hyper-local idea that you all are hyper-local. Yes, yes. That when people want to know what's happening in their community, they're not going to find it on a local broadcast station. They're going to find it. On a podcast, and I I wonder how many times people search for something and they find it on your podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, who knew that the reconstruction of the Tom Thumb parking lot could be? be I mean, that really got breaking news event. It's
3: breaking news. I'm like breaking news. Tom Thumb parking lot under construction. Yep. Right. Because um, I'm a not. Tom Thumb person, I'm down in Oak Cliff, so yes. I'm not. I'm, I'm in a different bubble, bro. You and I, I, I are in different bubbles.
0: That <laughs> you need. You need to know this information. It's very that would
3: important. be actually a fun podcast when yes. two bubbles collide. Con- yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: Compare and contrast our bubbles. Right. Okay. That'll be <laughs> the Compare next one. Compare and contrast we have bubbles
3: our for. bubbles. Yes. Because um, I'm in an area that, interestingly enough, was sort of like the Highland Park of the early turn yes. of the century yeah.
0: Yeah. Right.
3: Um, and, and you can see that that was there like you can see the architecture and the homes and and so forth and now there's another resurgence in renaissance of people moving there and and it's so it's it's a bubble of its own in a different way
0: absolutely yeah. there's yeah. bubbles everywhere
3: there are bubbles everywhere absolutely it's like lawrence well
1: <laughs>
3: many a bubble I just showed my Uh, age. Oh, we We showed our
1: age. We did. Learns well.
0: (laughs) Okay, Ron. We have one last group to chat with, and that's
3: our
1: Scotch lovers.
3: Okay, Okay, I'm peace out. I'm all about the martini. All right, uh, I'm just saying. Hair today, gone tomorrow. And your
1: handsome face. (laughs) Thank you, Ron. Chris Reek! Chris Reeve. Okay. I know you want to be here, but we love you.
0: We need you. So we heard that you're a big Scotch lover. Bourbon,
1: whiskey, one of the above. This is Whiskey Wednesdays. Come on, tell us about it's it.
5: It's Whiskey Wednesdays, and I'm a bourbon fan, which not Scotch. And,
1: come on, Uno has the best bourbons okay. ever.
5: The first time that um, Nellie told me this was when quarantine started, and the first time she told me, she goes, I found this little takeout Asian place, and they have Blanton's Bourbon. I'm like, no Asian restaurant has Blanton's. <laughs> so... Lo and behold, uh, Uno has a great selection of bourbons, allocated whiskeys, and we've been big fans ever since. Yeah, so uh, it's uh, we since quarantine was lifted, we're regulars here for sure. Quarantine.
0: Chef Uno does Whiskey Wednesday every Wednesday, and that's what we're here promoting. So and the for, men love it. And it's half-price bourbon, scotch, it's, and whiskey every Wednesday. like top shelf bourbon.
5: Oh, it's it's allocated top shelf. It's allocated bourbons and whiskeys that you may not have in your own collection. And yeah. on Wednesdays, it's a treat for sure. Yeah, it's
1: a treat. Come
5: yeah. Come on, bring it. <laughs> So I'm really excited that you invited me on to your podcast today. This
0: is your second time to be on. You and Sean kind of because took over the show on Valentine's Day It time. is.
5: Sean and I were doing the uh, Valentine's Day special and the husband's perspective. but uh, I think
0: we called it the Bubba Lounge that day.
5: <laughs>
0: that was I a lot of fun. So. We'll that have to do funny. that again. Yes. Have you back. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for chatting Thank you. with you're us. A great,
1: you're a great guest. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, honey. And
5: congratulations, <laughs> Bubba. Cheers.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: Thank you all for coming out tonight. That's been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie
1: Shiro, and we'll catch you next time.